Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us again today on Defining the Dash podcast. We're so blessed that you joined us and uh, happy to get to spend a little bit of time with you today. Uh, It is myself, uh, Chad Clifton, and Brother Mark Mullins, my good old pal, here in studio today. Good to be here. We are so excited to get to speak with you and continue on this path of the review of doctrine. And um, today we've got another great episode for you. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit today about the doctrine of prayer. Uh, Brother Mark, prayer is so, so important in uh, the everyday life of a Christian. And that's, you know, I've been trying to teach in in my Sunday school class to the the boys there in, in our class the importance of prayer and developing their own prayer life. Um, you know, it's great if if you have a a opportunity to kneel down at, at church and, and pray. It's it's great if you have an opportunity to pray before your meals and even a family prayer time to kneel down with your family and pray. Mm-hmm. But you still, whatever age you're at, you still need to uh, develop a prayer life of your own. Right. And so, um, you know, prayer is is very, very important. And again, relying on good old Google, uh, he says... Um, Are you sure it's a he? Well, <laughs> it could... Just clarify. In this world, we don't know. <laughs> um, Today it's identified as a he, as yeah. we know. <laughs> Uh, well, let's just go with the Gospel Coalition. How's that? Okay, I like it. It says, Prayer is a gracious provision of God for life in a fallen world. Wow. Man, that sounds good. It does sound good. A gracious provision of God. Man. For life in a fallen world. And man, without that provision, we could not continue life in this fallen world. Right. Prayer, Brother Chad, is a privilege and it's a necessity. It is. Absolutely. It is both a privilege and a necessity. Yep. And you know, it's through prayer, not only that we draw closer to God, but it's through prayer that we recognize the voice of God. Sure. Uh, you know, if, if, if I had never heard my wife's voice, I would not know how to really, you know what I'm saying, how to communicate with her, how to know when she's talking to me, when she's speaking to me. If 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 my wife is, if we're in a crowded room and everybody's talking and it's real noisy, you know, after being married for 21 years, I, I can pick out my wife's voice, you know what I'm saying, in most cases. How, how many times have you heard her voice too much? <laughs> And what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to be open and honest here, brother. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, but you're turning this more into like a truth or dare situation. Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead, sorry. I can't uh, resist. Yeah, we're you know, and, and here we were just talking about Valentine's Day the other day, and now we're, uh, but, <laughs> but you know, how are you going to? recognize them if you never talked to them right if you've never heard from them if you if you haven't had a means of communication with them right and so uh another another uh, definition i guess you could say is prayer is a means of grace 
offered according to the will of God. Mm-hmm. And so prayer is not only a way that we can make a request to him, mm-hmm. but it's also a way that he delivers his will to us. All right. And so mm-hmm. um, prayer is, a, is, is crucial in the life of a Christian. Right. Yeah. A few things you say in there, Brother Chad, it reminds me of what Webster, uh, my Webster's dictionary, I think it's the 1828 dictionary, but it's Webster had to say about prayer. One of the Webster's had to say about prayer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it said that prayer was a solemn address to the supreme, to the supreme being. Oh, yeah. To God. Yeah. Um, and what I liked about it is this su- solemn address mm-hmm. to the supreme being or to God uh, it can it can consist of of ador- adoration, sure. So adoring God. Sometimes I get down to pray, and all I do is I just adore God. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Now I think I think that's 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 interesting because some people think that if I got to pray, I got to have a list of requests that I need God to do something about. Now that's part of it, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, or listen to man. Some people think it's listen to man. God, you do this or on the backside, you know, right? Whatever, but mm-hmm. but true prayer is sometimes it consists of just adoring God. Uh, it can be an expression of our sense to God's glorious perfections. So we're just expressing how we perceive how perfect God is. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, that goes. Sometimes prayer is confession of sin, right? And so you're talking about these the, the way that prayer grace, repentance, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Supplication for mercy and forgiveness. Um, Sometimes prayer, Brother Chad, is intercession, according to Webster, is intercession for blessings on others. Yes. Praying about requests. Yeah. Going to church, hearing the prayer requests, getting a text message about gossip, I mean about uh, prayer requests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> those listen, go hand in hand. You listeners, those exactly what I'm talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, Hopefully they're the receivers and not the senders. <laughs> I'm <sure you're> <laughs> Well, all of I mean, that. all all of our listeners, I'm sure, are the receivers. Oh, we have the best. We have the yeah, cream of the crop. Yeah, we, we, we have the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah we got people trying to find They wouldn't gossip on nobody. Right. Uh, and sometimes prayer, according to Webster, is thanksgiving or expression of gratitude for God for his mercy and his benefits. Right. And so, and so how how important is prayer, Brother Chad, in the life of a Christian? Absolutely crucial. Absolutely crucial. More um, important than your next breath, really. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we we have a, we have a kid lives in our house, and I hate to even mention his name, but middle kid, uh, seven year old white male. Uh, anyway, so anyway, so we got we got a kid lives in the house, and he he is awesome. Yes, he awesome, is. Awesome, awesome, great, awesome. great guy. Um, but now he's he's more interested in prayer. At bedtime, our bedtime routine. Is we brush our, we read a book it's our church night we brush our teeth we use the bathroom and then we get down in prayer. But I remember about a year ago it was like pulling teeth. If he was tired, he would just lay down on the pillow and he would just want everybody to kind of pray around him. You know yeah. what I mean? He wanted to be involved but not too involved. <laughs> and that's kind of like some of our church people, you know, you know, don't want to get too close to the front but want to say he was at church. <laughs> They're comfortable with the routine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But anyway, but as time has went on, he has grown. Yeah. <laughs> in grace. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Mark not giving much of an option. He gets down beside the bed now and he prays with us. So we all we all pray together. But what I'm trying to do, Brother Chad, is I'm trying to tell, trying to teach him how necessary prayer is. It's not really an option. If you're right. a Christian, then he's, 
he, he he's he's asked God to his heart, and I think he's a Christian. I could tell a big difference in his behavior after that happened, and that's something that's supernatural. And I can't explain it. What any medication on board, no therapy on board. It was just a divine work. Just a touch of God. And so, so I think the, I think he's saved. And so now I'm trying to cultivate the necessity of prayer. And what I have found, Brother Chad, as mm-hmm. far as prayer being necessary in our lives, is that it's almost like when God made man. He put in him a desire for himself that only he could feel. Yeah. A void. Absolutely. That only he could feel. Absolutely, yes. And that void oftentimes is filled in a time of prayer. It's filled when we when we pray and ask God to save us. That's when it's filled. Sure. And it remains full as we continue in prayer. Yeah. Um, prayer, talk about the necessity of prayer. Without prayer, we cut ourselves off from the source of life, light, and love. Yeah. That's a big statement. That is huge. But when I think about that, I think about that, that about, the, about the statement. Of think about a plant being in, in our garage. If you, if you walk into our garage to the side door and you look to the other side of the garage, past the van and the dirty truck, so my ducks, all, my truck's always dirty, inside and out. And that's another story. You know, Jen can tell you about the maggots and stuff. It was a true story. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'll just tell you. It's a great story. So I'm driving down the road, and, <laughs> and it was. I think it was the summertime, and I seen this little thing just kind of fly the truck, and I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't know what to think. I thought maybe it's a fly or something, you know. Right. So that's when my my window on the right, on the on the uh, passenger side of the truck actually worked. And so I rolled the window down <laughs> from the driver's side, and that little thing flew out. I was like, "Well, that was weird." But all right, I'm going to work. And so I'm going on to work, and like maybe two or three minutes later, something else flies up, and it's white. I'm like, that don't look like a fly. I don't know what you now are. Now, fly. I don't know what it is. So I roll the window down, and it flies out. I was like, man, this is so weird. And so I'll just leave my window down if I was you. And so I get to work, and I don't care if I text my wife or I told her I'd go home. And I'll tell you what, the Bible talks about he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. This is a really good example. Yeah. And so I'm at, I'm at work, or, and Nick tell, tell Jen about her. I go home and tell Jen about it. Anyway, she has got so much love for me that she would go out and she would clean my truck for me. Wow. I know. That's the only time it's ever happened to, when when my truck was in this kind of situation. You know, since then, I don't know if I've had to do it or just ain't got there. But anyway, so she's like, Mark, I was in that back seat. And I got inside this Taco Bell bag. Oh, no. And she said, I had seen the nastiest things I'd ever seen in my life. And so I don't know what that was, that flew. But something different. Well, I was just wondering how bad your driving was that even maggots are like, dude, we got to get out of here. Get out of here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it, can, it can be rough. It can be rough. So, but... I mean, uh, that's anyway, hilarious. Back though. to the story. Uh, back, back to the doctor. And so, if you walk in the garage and you pass the van, the nasty truck on the far end of the garage, you'll see um, if it's still there. As of, as of this recording, it's still there. But there, there's a, there's a stand, uh, a four shelf stand, and on that I have um, I have lights, I have grow lights, I have heating mats underneath them. I've got fans that blows on the on the sprouts when I sprout my own seeds and that kind of thing. 
things I've picked up over time. And maybe we'll do a garden episode sometime. I'll tell you a lot of things not to do. But this is something to do. But anyway, but in the wintertime, back in January, Brother Chad, I decided to start some asparagus. I had some asparagus seeds, okay. you know. And love asparagus. It don't taste the best to me, but I know it's healthy. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so it's like going for a walk. You know, it's not the funnest thing for me to do, but I know it's healthy. So I try right. to do it about once a year, you know? <laughs> Whether you need to or <laughs> not. To or yeah. Not. But anyway, middle of January, I plant those seeds inside that dirt. I put some water underneath it. I turn the heat plants on. I turn the light on. And would you believe that in a few weeks, them things started to sprout in the middle of wintertime? Wow. And the reason why they did that, Brother Chad, is that those seeds had a source of light right it had a source of warmth yes it had the right environment and they decided i could sit here and die or i can grow right so they started growing towards the light and so i said that to say this why'd i say that i don't know really but it could kind of go along with this in the sense that um that without prayer prayer is as important to us as christians as the grow light is to the seed absolutely if we're praying, we are growing towards the light. I always thought that was so inspirational, seeing like a tree on the side of a hillside mm-hmm. that started out growing straight out, but then as it got older, it turned straight up and grew, you know, straight up towards the sky, yep. towards the sun, you know, towards the light, like you're saying. Right. And it would just, it it totally changed that tree's, uh, it, its whole growth pattern. Right. I mean, it, it the whole bottom of the tree, it's like it's in an L shape now because of the way it grew out from its uh, its origin. Mm-hmm. We'll say where it started at, and then curves up to go towards the light. Right. And you know, if we if we get a hold of God through prayer, it's going to change our path. Absolutely. It's going to change our growth. It's going to change everything about us. So really, brother Chad, going along with what you said, and this this I feel like this is a, it's is a true, um, a true approach to this. No matter where someone has been in their past up to this point, yeah, if they pray, that can be a turning point. It can be a turning point. Yeah, it man. can change their life from this point forward. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've seen I've seen trees like that that are crooked and and turned right near the ground, and I've mm-hmm. seen them that stick out five, six feet before they crook and turn. Right. And, you know, that's the way it is in our lives. It don't matter if you're young. Mm-hmm. don't matter if you're old. You get in the presence of that light. Yeah. You know, it, it, it can change how you're growing. You can do something. You can yeah, grow. you can do something great. Yeah, you, you can grow. You can stand tall. Now, <clears throat> Brother Chad, sometimes I've, I've, I, th- I think I've noticed in life experience when people think about prayer, Mm-hmm. There may be a certain amount of people, a certain percentage of people that get kind of nervous about prayer or don't really feel like they're worthy to pray. Right. You know, that, that God may not hear us, you know, because who am I? Right. You know what I mean? Uh, God's so busy. He's so awesome. He's got all these awesome preachers and teachers and leaders talking to him. Who am I? You right. Know, what does God really want to hear from me? And so I kind of want to speak to that for a couple minutes uh, in this podcast. And there's some things that we have to know when we go to prayer that I think is a game changer for us. And when we go to pray and our mindset. And the first thing we've got to know, Brother Chad, is we have to know that when we pray, 
We are identifying with Christ. We're there because of Christ. Yes. We've been bought with his blood, with mm-hmm. Christ, and we are united with him. We're not approaching the mercy seat in prayer uh, because of our own merits, but the blood of Christ is our plea. Yes. So when, we, when we're praying, we've got to keep in mind, if you're intimidated by prayer, keep in mind that you're not there because of what you have or haven't done necessarily. You're there because you identify with Christ. Yes. And he has invited you to be there. You know I mean, that makes a difference. That makes a big difference. Something else we need to know, Brother Chad, about prayer is we have to know that God in his mercy, when we are praying, he gives us a name that's above every name to present as we enter into his presence. And God delights to honor the name of Jesus. Yes, he does. So when we're praying and we get done or admit our prayer and we say in the name of Jesus or in Jesus' name, we are referring to a name that's above every other name. And we are approaching God with a name that we know that God delights to honor. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. Right. And then something else uh, to kind of keep in mind. Uh, sometimes um, that may help. It's good to keep in mind that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. But we, being human, are still subject to failure and to frailty. So we still can be frail. Yes, we sir. still fail. We still mess up. However, the Holy Spirit helps us to pray as we ought to. Right. And so, man, I, I remember a few weeks ago, Brother Chad, that I was going through something in my life. And you know how we are. We go through something big and we think it's, you know, the trial of our life. Sure. You know what I mean? And it don't take too long, of too much living, before you have another trial of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and so big stuff happens. So I was going through something big, man, and it, 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 it really shaking my world. And it tore me up. And, uh, man, one of our kids told us the other day, he's like, Mark, I've, I've seen, he calls me Mark, he's like, I've, I've seen Jim cry. He's like, I've never seen you cry. Yeah. And so kind of bothered me. You know, I, I'll cry in church sometimes. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, then I'll cry if somebody, you know, uh, hits me with a paintball gun. You know those kind of things will make me cry. Uh, but I was in the, I was in the shower, man, and I got I got some devastating news that day. I was just trying to shower, man. I just cried for probably a half an hour, forty five minutes. And you're talking about a real sinus rinse. I mean, I my sinus was rinsing out. <laughs> and but I remember, brother Chad, when I got out of that shower, I felt better. Yeah. I, mean, I ran out of hot water, but I still felt good. You know. Right. Uh, but I remember getting out of that out of that shower and thinking. I feel better, but I don't even know what I said. Right. You know what I mean? I know I cried, but I don't know what I said. You know what I mean? And I don't know if anything really made sense if somebody was listening. If Jim was in, you know, and I don't think she was, but if she was in the bathroom. And, you know, I don't, she probably not heard anything I said. You know, if she was recording me or something. She had no idea what I said. But uh, I said that to say this, that it's almost like the Holy Holy Spirit helped us to pray as we ought to sometimes. Absolutely. And so... Um, and so Something else, the fourth point, Brother Chad, I want to make about things we need to know when we approach the mercy seat in prayer is that Christ prayed for us on earth and he continues to intercede for us in heaven. This gives us reason to come boldly to the throne of grace. Yes. Because Christ is for us. And so when you get down to your bedside in prayer or you go into your closet to pray or you're driving down the road and you're praying and you don't feel like you're worthy to even be praying or that God even cares, there are three or four good reasons there uh, 
uh, to kind of keep them things you need to keep in mind and reasons why God wants to hear from you. A lot of times, too, people will will think and sometimes even feel ashamed praying about things. Mm-hmm. They might say, "Well, I know this person that's got this illness, and their need is." so much more serious than, than than this little thing I'm going through and and they'll they'll I'm not going to bother you know almost like if they bother God with their need mm-hmm. it's going to distract him from this other person right and 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 we we've got to to realize that God is not like we are mm-hmm. God is not limited to hearing one at a time right he can hear you know all the prayers at once if we want it mm-hmm. uh or if he wanted if he can he can address all those prayers at one time you know he he has not got the limits that we have right um i was trying to find i, I was talking to my daughter about some things the other day or, or one of my kids I, I think it was my daughter and um and i had looked up the benefits of prayer okay and I was trying to find it here, and I and I, I can't actually find it. Uh, the exact uh, thing I was looking at then, I'm, I'm thinking it was it was from a uh, the study it was talking about was from a um, I can't remember if it was like a, a medical college or or what kind of college it was, but it was a study done that was on the benefits of prayer, and it talked about you know not only the the healing aspects of prayer and like uh it, it had started out discussing uh a gentleman that had come down with covid and and he was dying mm-hmm. and his uh family couldn't come see him or anything because of the restrictions of covid in the hospital but his wife and child would facetime him every day okay and they would pray for him over facetime uh-huh. and he began to get better and to improve and and now he had been out of the hospital for you know, every how long it's been now and, and everything. And, and they talked about the benefit of prayer. And then they talked about prayer relieves mental stress. Sure. And prayer rel- relieves depression and prayer. And so I was pulling this up right here, and, and it was five benefits of prayer. And, of course, it says prayer changes our focus. Uh, it's easy to get caught up in the circumstances going on, around, uh, going on around us, whether they're good or they're bad. And that's so true. When things are going good, people are like, well, I really don't need to pray right now. Right, right. And, but prayer is not just, I need something, I better ask God. Mm-hmm. Prayer is also, God, I had a great day today. Sure. Thank you for letting me have a great day. Absolutely. Just being my Savior, giving me life. Thank you, God, for, right. you know. And, and we, we're quick to run to God when, you know, when I just broke my leg or, you know, when grandma's sick or, you know, (laughs) we're quick quick to holler to God. Okay. (laughs) And so, uh, but you know, when things are going good and, and, and we have things that we can praise God for and not just request from God or demand from God, then we, we slack off. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but, uh, praying directs our focus away from here on earth, but focuses on God in heaven. Right. Uh, number two is prayer brings us closer to God. 
Because prayer is communicating with God, it helps us build our relationship with Him. Number three, and I like this, prayer ushers us into God's presence. Mm -hmm. In Old Testament, people needed the priest or the prophets to talk to God for them. But when Jesus died, the veil in the temple was torn in two, opening the way for us to talk to God ourselves. Number four, prayer is a way to help others. Okay, yep. And we, we talked about that, you know, praying for your brothers and sisters. I, uh, since we came back to that, I had, when we was kind of talking about that a while ago, uh, this is a comical thought. Uh, we was in church the other night in a service, and uh, I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say who, but uh, we was up front, service, later, had been, <laughs> service had been going good, and we were praying for people that were, were sick and, and had some needs that they needed prayer. And um, there's people shouting and, and spirits moving. And, and I look back and there's a, um, a brother and his son mm -hmm. stone cold out of sleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I look over. Leave me out of this. <laughs> I look over to the brother standing beside me and I said, well, God's been answering prayers. I said, you, you reckon they prayed for good night's sleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's not even right. <laughs> they they were snoozing away, brother. That's awesome. I was like, yeah, maybe maybe they needed a good night's sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and you know when service was over, they were like, "What? You mean it's already over? Man, it was short service Damn tonight. Fast. Nah, it's about four hours. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but then number five, prayer helps calm us. The world is full of things that bring anxiety, uh, and prayer can restore peace into our lives. Absolutely. I love that, because one thing that we all need and one thing that Christ gives is peace. Right. And uh, and so I, I love those those five benefits of prayer, I think, are really great. Man, you just taught me into it. Yeah, man. I say we do it, man. <laughs> um, over here, thank you, Brother Chan. Do you have any recommendations as far as someone trying, somebody that's saved and they may have been convinced in this, this short of podcast that that God really does want to hear from them? Sure. You know, and would love to hear from them. And, you know, the benefits, you know, that, that it would even have in their life, you know, to pray. Mm -hmm. Do you have any recommendations on how to, someone to start a prayer life almost like from zero? Other than, you know, now I'll now sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well. What would you recommend? That's cool. That's a good question. Political answer. Because. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I question. I would just like to think. All, no. Um, start from the heart. Yeah. I mean, in all, in all honesty. And whether you're saved or whether you're lost. I, I would start by thanking God. I, I usually try, whether I'm in my Sunday school class and I'm praying you know, out loud in front of them boys, or if I'm praying with my kids at bedtime like you was talking about. Right. I, one of the first things I, I, I usually try to say is, God, thank you for another day of life. Right. Because that's a gift, whether we're saint or sinner. Mm -hmm. A day of life is, 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 that's a gift. You can do a lot in a day. Yeah. And so... Uh, so I would start out thanking God for a day of life. 
And I would ask him in his infinite grace and mercy, any mistakes, any sins I have uh, committed, uh, any mistakes I've made to please forgive me. And, and and go from there. Just whatever flows after that, uh, once you get to end of, you know, opening yourself up to God, you open the door to God, God's going to come in. Sure. And so, sure. and then you you do that one time, the next time's going to become easier. Right. And the next time be easier, you know. And, you know, soon it's going to be a place you want to be. Absolutely. And so that that's where I would start. I would start with some thankfulness. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, repentance, of course. Right. Um, th- you know, thanking God for who He is and and what He's done, and 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 just love as uh, was it brother uh, is it brother McDonald says that love on Him a little while, and just love on Him a little bit, and then and and, and then go from there. Man, that's solid stuff, man. Yeah, man. That's, that's solid advice. Well, brother Chad, I think that's gonna wrap us up for this episode on prayer uh, and the doctrine. Of prayer um, this episode anyway and so I want to be appreciative to our listeners again for tuning in with us again this week absolutely uh, I hope you finally got your teeth brushed uh, if you was listening to us while you was brushing your teeth <laughs> get ready for church they've had, they've had plenty of time 30, had 30 minutes man <laughs> if you ain't got a brush now just give up and do mouthwash you know? <laughs> chew you some gum on the way <laughs> but we appreciate you listening in um listening to us and I hope everybody has a good week and join us again next week for another episode Don't floss and drive That's good advice That's (laughs) worth living by God God bless you Alright See ya When I wind